sun ain't beaming brightly, we have the assurance this morning from the gospel reading that we can bust out singing with joy and certainty and confidence. Here comes the sun. S-O-N, sun. Mm-hmm, yes. See, there is a light, dear friends, way more important than, you know, that fireball in the sky. No cloudy day can actually block this light. What a light. What a light that dawns, disciples, and delivers. And this light, of course, has a name. The name, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Now, dear friends, about a month ago, we were here in this place called Grace. At the darkest time of the year, we held candles and we sang a song. Silent night, holy night. Son of God, love's pure light. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. You know that hymn? Of course you do. <laughs> with the coming of Jesus, with the birth of eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus, his redeeming rays radiate on us, round us up, and rescue us, dawning, discipling, delivering. Christ, our true and only light, is doing just that right here and right now. Oh, dear Morgan. Oh, dear Morgan. A moment ago, after your baptism, you held something, right? What'd you hold? A candle, a burning candle. And that candle preaches a sermon. That candle conveyed, proclaimed the truth that Jesus, the light of the world, the light that no darkness can overcome, dawns on you, disciples you, delivers you. This is the message that the gospel reading shines with ever so brightly. And so let's bask in the warmth and the glow of this light of the world, Jesus, shall we? I mean, it really is the bright thing to do. <laughs> yeah, you know where this sermon's going. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of puns, right? It really is the bright thing to do. After all, Jesus is the light that dawns on those who dwell in deep, deadly darkness. Apart from J.C., apart from Jesus, uh, we would be stuck in a hellacious night full of fright with no end in sight. But that ain't the case, is it? Let there be light. I mean, that really is the gospel reading in a nutshell, folks. Let there be light. The Apostle Matthew hooks the start of Jesus' ministry with the OT reading, with that Isaiah 9 promise of a coming light that would put the darkness to flight. The light has dawned, dear friends. The light is here. The forecast now, sun, S-O-N, sun, from here on out. Check it out. Matthew 4, verses 12 through 16. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and lived 
in Capernaum, by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. Galilee of the nations. Jesus kicks off his ministry not in a Jewish stronghold like in J -J 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 Jerusalem, but in the Zebulun and Naphtali zip code way, way north of Jerusalem. I mean, we're getting into like borderline pagan country, okay? A mixed bag of Jews and Gentiles and lots of other not-so-very-nice things. What in the world is Jesus trying to say? What message is he sending by starting in that region? Way, 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 way north. Well, let's put a spin on an old-time Sunday school fave. Red, yellow, black, and white. They are precious in my sight. I dawn on, I shine on all the little children of the world. Thanks be to God for that. <laughs> because we are all conceived and born in darkness. Deep darkness. Darkness of despair. Darkness of death. Darkness of damnation. And there's no way for us to get, our, get ourselves out of the darkness, using our own brains and brawn. The people that in darkness sat. Mm -hmm. We're going to sing that one right before communion. The people that in darkness sat. We, the people, people. <laughs> yeah. We are all people who came into this world as darkness dwellers. Pretty ugly. Very ugly. So ugly. There's so much despair in this darky, darky world. Criticism from fellow classmates. So cutting. Loneliness that looms large in this land. Depression, downright debilitating. Profit over people. Politicians spar for more praise, more power, more cash, more clout. Cities sprayed with pow, 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 pow. Mudslides making a mess for so many. Families freaking out. Worried, fearful that they don't have enough Franklins to feed the family. Bombs raining down on Ukraine. What a darky, darky world where we just worry and wait to die. And that's not really the worst of it. Death, that is. Damnation. Now, now we're talking. That's what we deserve. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. I deserve it. Jesus actually picks up a word from uh, John the Baptist preaching, Johnny B's preaching, that uh, reveals 
how darky, darky, damnable our hearts really are. Repent! Repent! Not so seeker sensitive, are you, Jesus? <laughs> Yet Jesus launches his ministry with the R word. He does. Matthew 4 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent! It's a word that shouts, Turn, turn away! Turn away from the darkness that, that is just going to bring you into nothing but despair, death, damnation. Turn away. Yeah, GLC. Turn away. Repent. Repent. Turn away. Turn away from the politics that promise policies and programs that solve all of our problems. Turn away from... This obsession to control every character and every occasion. Turn away from your own smarts, using them to secure your own safety and success. Turn away from your infatuation, your friendship with Franklin's, to forge for yourself. A fear-free future. Repent. Turn away from the darkness of gossip, greed, get-evens, and looky-looky. Looky-looky. Yeah, looky-looky. The kingdom that is just beaming with brightness is here. Finally here, Jesus says so. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Here is King Jesus, dear friends, who comes to gather darkness dweller you, darkness dweller you, darkness dweller you, darkness dweller me, into his never-ending light, bright kingdom. That's the middle section of our gospel reading. Jesus is the light that disciples through the word through the word, through the word, to get all sinners all aboard, all aboard, all aboard. Look at the gospel reading. Jesus kicks off his ministry, not just, you know, welcoming a set of brothers into his family, his kingdom, but two sets of brothers. Matthew 4, verses 18 through 22. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, James the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus is the light that gathers guys so that more can join him in shining his light into the darkness. That's what pastors do. Pastors are in the L-I-G-H-T light business. 
the light of Christ business. What you see play out here is the beginning of the office of the holy ministry, dear friends. Jesus isn't just polling Petey, Andy, Jimmy, and Johnny into his church, but he's also promising them that they will join him in catching people for his church. Yeah, the nets they're holding at this moment, nets that were meant to catch fish, they're going to be replaced with other nets, right? Namely, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. The sprinkled word. The spoken word. Now the world looks at that word and cries, foolish, so weak. But that word, dear friends, is the power of God. The power that Jesus uses to get darkness dwellers all aboard. All aboard. All aboard his ship, the holy Christian church, as his delighted and delightful disciples. The Word works. The Word is how Jesus captures hearts and minds and hauls them into the church. Jesus makes this crystal clear, actually, with the last words of the Gospel of Matthew, right? You know these words. We actually just heard them a moment ago. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Here's the recipe for disciple-making. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the sprinkled word, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, the spoken word, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Today, the word hooked with H2O caught another one. Morgan, you are no longer a darkness dweller. Mm-mm. No way, Jose. You now live, move, have your very being in the light of Christ. That's right. Jesus now shines on you and in you and through you and for you. The same goes for all of us here, dear friends. All aboard! All aboard! Christship, the Christian church, don't bail. Don't jump off, my fellow delighted and delightful disciples. There is no despair in death and damnation here. Only forgiveness, life, and salvation. Alleluia. So much hope, this place teeming, bursting with hope, hope to the max, hope on steroids. And that's really what the next section, the final section of the gospel reading preaches beautifully. Jesus is the light that delivers us out of utter hopelessness into full-blown hopefulness. That's what we see play out in the gospel reading. Droves of diseased and damaged people flocking from north, south, east, west to the very light, the only light that gives unwavering, unending, unconquerable, unbreakable hope amid the darky, darky world. Verses 23 through 25. And he went throughout all Galilee 
teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, epileptics, and paralytics, and, and, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis and from Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. The word that caught my attention this, my attention this week, I can't get the words out, but there we go. The word that caught my attention this week was the word every. Every. Jesus healing every affliction and every disease. Every. No matter the situation, no matter the sorrow, no matter the sickness, no matter the suffering, no match for Jesus. Why? 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 Because he has already dealt with every disease, every disappointment, every disaster that could ever drive a person to despair. Where? The cross, the Friday we call good. The Apostle Matthew records a bunch of healings in chapter 8 and then tells us the reason for them. Matthew 8, 17. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. Whatever plagues people... Punishing them with hopelessness. Pummeling them with hopelessness. Pulling them down into hopelessness. Migraines or meningitis, cancer or colds, depression or division, feuds or fights, broken homes or broken hearts, loneliness or loss, trial or tribulation. Jesus shouldered, he carried to Calvary. He carried all the way to the Friday we call good. And Jesus crushes it. Whatever that it is that makes you feel hopeless, Jesus crushes it by being crushed by it. Jesus dies with the sin of the world. So that he can pull down, 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 down into the black hole of his death, the world's darkness. Now I know, I know you look around, you watch the news, you read the newspaper, does that even exist? <laughs> and it looks like the darkness is winning. Don't you dare despair. The darkness is not waning, more like a waning and whining. Mm -hmm. The darkness can't defeat you. The darkness has already been overwhelmed and overcome. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Jesus lives. Jesus reigns. Jesus rules. Jesus is king, baby. He's king. And now the darkness is full of fright. For it's being put to flight by Jesus who shines with his resurrection Easter morning light. It's the darkness that's afraid, baby. 
Oh yeah, the darkness is shaking in its boots, afraid, in retreat mode, running for the hills. And the very light that poured out of the grave on Easter morning is still being poured out, dear friends, in water, word, wafer, wine. I baptize you. I absolve you. Take, eat, this is my body given for you. Take, drink, this is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Morgan, I'll say it again, girl. You are no longer a darkness dweller. You are a child of the light. You follow Jesus. Same with all of us here. We follow Jesus. And as we follow Jesus as children of the light, we don't hide this light. Mm -mm, no way. We share this light because this light is literally the only hope that this world has. The only hope that this world has. A hope that won't disappoint. A hope that won't put to shame. Now scientists, doctors, lawyers, politicians, inevitably they have to say, there's nothing more I can do. Our Lord doesn't talk like that. No way. Here's how our Lord talks. There's always more I can do. And, and, and the more is a coming. It is. This is why we pray thy kingdom come, dear friends. We pray that petition because we know that petition, that prayer, thy kingdom come, is not fully answered yet, but one day it will be. On the final day, the kingdom of God will come one final time and finally finish the darkness for good. Forever. So long, toodles, bye-bye. Sin, sickness, Satan, all cast into the outer darkness. And King Jesus, Jesus, of course, taking us by the hand and bringing us out of the grave into glory, giving us all a clean bill of health, thank you very much, fully restored, fully delivered out of the darkness to live and laugh and love in the light of Jesus the Christ forever. Every square inch of the new creation filled with the light of Christ. There won't even be a shadow, dear friends. <laughs> you can't even be afraid of your shadow because your shadow won't be there. Mine won't be either. And what a joy, Morgan, to know that you now join us in sharing this light of Christ in this darky, darky world. You get to share it. We all do. It's not too hard. It's not rocket science. We begin really with our mouths, the words that come out of them. That's a good start with how we can share this light of Christ. Just little things. Jesus loves you more. You are forgiven. I will pray for you. Call me if you need some help. Hey, hey, do you want to, do you want to play together and have some fun? Do you want to come to church with me? Welcome to Grace. So happy you're here. 
Now, there are so many ways for us to share this light of Christ <coughs> until that day we get to see this light of Christ with our own eyes, standing in our resurrected bodies. A light that's so special. What a light. A light that dawns, disciples, delivers. What a warm and welcoming light. So arise, GLC, and shine. And shine. Here comes the sun. S-O-N, sun. That's the forecast from here on out. Sun. Only sun. So let's soak up the sun together and share Jesus with everyone. Shine, GLC, shine. Come soon, Lord Jesus.